This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me as always. Uh, Last week we covered Yes and their album from 1971, Fragile, and we're going to kind of hang out in the prog rock uh, genre again today with a band called The Nice, who we covered a little bit last week. Um, we're going to listen to a song from the same album that we covered last week from theirs. Uh, Travis, what you got for me? Yeah, so uh, we played a song by these guys called Rondo, which was sort of a mashup of uh, Blue Rondo a la Turk by the jazz piano player Dave Brubeck and Sebastian Bach's... Wait, not Sebastian Bach, the fucking um, hair metal guy. I'm talking about Johann Sebastian Bach's Toccata and Fugue. (laughs) 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 I didn't mean to pronounce it that way. What was... What? No. Let me just say it again. (laughs) And Johann Sebastian Bach's Toccata and Fugue in D minor. And it was sort of a um, an example of how early, early prog rock was doing, um, was sort of mashing up classical and, and rock and roll. And that was kind of, you know, started with, a lot of people say it started with the Moody Blues and uh, Days of Future Past, which we mentioned last week. And these guys are thrown in there as sort of um, early pioneers of progressive rock. So the thing about... So, and okay, um, how much time has passed between... That Moody Blues record and this one. I mean, a, f- a few months probably. So this one came out in March of 68. Okay. Uh, the Moody Blues Days of Future Past came out in November of 67. So yeah, you know, just a few months. Cool. So yeah, it's, you know, it's around the same time. That Rondo song that we played last week did not feature any vocals. So I wanted to circle back, play another track. Dang a nice little rhyme going there. Ooh, I like that. Okay. We're going to circle back, play another track. Circle back, play another track. 
God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, You know, just to get, give these guys a little bit more um, exposure. And um, the song is really dope too. So, Uh, you know, it's a sidetrack episode. So let's keep it nice and sweet. So the name of this album, again, is The Thoughts of Emerlist Davjack, which is sort of a um, anagram. It's a mashup of their last names, right? It's um, a pseudonym. That's the proper term. Of okay. their last names. Emer being Keith Emerson of Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. So that's kind of what they're, you know, if you if you need to know, like, who, who, the, who the guys are in this group, Keith Emerson is, is really the big name that, that you would recognize. Um, I was reading up a little bit more about this, and I thought this was just kind of funny. But um, one of the other members, uh, Lee Jackson, after they recorded this record, I'm reading a story here online that says he became less and less reliable after beginning to use LSD, which he had first been exposed to by David Crosby. Who spiked of his course. drink? God I know, David dude. Crosby, uh, dude. dude. I, I've, I've actually heard another story where David Crosby introduced some other musician to LSD. Like it just sounds like he was just walking around passing out LSD to whoever would take it from him. When we fucking covered uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. No, we covered the Mamas and the Papas. Oh, that's right. Crosby and Mama Cass, dude. Like I feel like he was the one that introduced her to all those fucking drugs, man, and like led to her decline. That's what I'm saying. Dude, he's just going. He's just uh, he's just roaming around, passing it out to whoever will take it from him. Anyway, so this band was short lived, but I don't know if that's one of the reasons. But um, <laughs> yeah, so so frustrated with the lack of success, Mr. Keith Emerson left, and then he started Emerson Lincoln Palmer, and they became, uh, you know, they became they Emerson, became Emerson Lincoln Lincoln Palmer. Palmer. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, this song is called. The Flower King of Flies. And if that doesn't sound like straight out of the 60s, I don't I know, know what dude. does, dude. Flower King. Let's give it a go. We're going to play the whole song, right? That's right. It's um relatively short. Let's do it.
Dude, I just want to know how, how it must have felt to be, you know, at the right age, at the right time, and to have stumbled across the nice back in the 60s. Because, like, were they getting radio play, you know? Like, was this something that you had to just stumble across or, like, see them live to know that they existed, you know? It's a great question. Dude, it's I mean... It's totally different. It's totally different now, dude. The late 60s was the time to be fucking listening to rock, man. How do you come across a band like The Nice back in the know. 60s? I don't know, dude. I mean, uh, it's not like there wasn't radio because it was radio. Sure. But... Um, I just don't know. I don't like, know if I they would have gotten radio play or not. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it, dude. We have to stumble upon... I mean, I know you... It's it's much easier, obviously, but you know how many bands you and I listen to that don't ever get radio play? I mean, we stumble upon them right. by right. just bouncing around on Spotify and stuff. I mean, I know it's not. You got to be, yeah, you got to be looking for. Yeah, it. you still, still got to look for. It. Yeah, it must have been. There, there must have been more magic to it, man. You know, right? Or like sense of discovery. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I love uh, collecting vinyl, dude. Because like for me. I'm flipping through records at a record shop, and sometimes I'll pick up a record just based on the album cover. Right. That's the same kind of feeling. Like, yeah. you stumble across something in the wild, you have no idea what it's going to be, and you listen to it, and, you know, it's something special. Right. I Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, hey, if you're listening to us right now, and you're of age, you know, and you heard the nice back in the 60s, let us know. How you heard about him? Like, did you hear him on the radio? Did you fucking pick up one of the records because you liked their cover art? I'm curious about this kind of stuff. Let us know. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So, um, like I was saying, late '60s, this was it. You know, this was the this was Zeppelin was about to happen. You know, Sabbath was about to happen. You know, and then you go and you know Woodstock happens in '69. So, like, this was it, man. This was the time to listen to rock music. So, yeah, these guys these guys helped usher in prog rock. Dude, what a fucking time! Yeah, man. And Fuck, we'll, we missed we'll, it, dude. We'll we never missed all of this. Know, we'll never know. We missed all of it, man. Well, that's all right. You know what? We still get to, you know, we can pull it up on Spotify any old time and push play. <laughs> <laughs> any sure. old time, dude. Sure. sure. Anyway, um, that's all I got. So. This is great, man. Yeah, I mean, just a, it's a cool, it's a cool album. Um, honestly, aside from like the organ, which I really like that little organ trill thing that happens right right before the first chorus. Um, yeah, that's cool. I don't think there's anything in particular about that song that makes me think, oh wow, this is a progressive rock song. You Same, know? dude. I was thinking now, it. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. Now, I mean. You know the one the, the 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 track that we played last week, Rondo. I think it's a little bit more obvious because they're they're taking a a Brubeck jazz song and a song by Sebastian Bach and sort of mashing them together. And it's instrumental and it was a little bit longer. And they sort of came in and out of those genres, you know, on like this underbed of rock music. So that right, was right. a little bit more obvious. So it's not like this track in particular you could call progressive rock, but hey, man, that's what sod tracks are for. Yeah, I mean, I it's a cool track, you know. Totally. So I'll anyway, to it. yeah. It, um, anyway, if you're curious, go check it out. Check out the album. It's called 
uh, the thoughts of Immerlist Dav, Dav, shit, that's hard to say. The thoughts of Immerlist Dav Jack, and it was their debut record, 1967. Sorry, 1968 is when it came out. Um, and that's that, man. Sidetrack. Cool. Short and sweet. And we're going to do something on this sidetrack that we've never done before and that we're going to. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Continue to do going forward because. You just, we can't stop, dude. All we do is, is, is share music. You can't stop us. So we're going to do our uh, What You Heard segment every episode. Or, yeah, we're going to try our damnedest to do it every episode. How about that? So if you care to stick around, we're going to share a couple more tracks. But these are yes. completely random. It's whatever uh, we have stumbled upon this week and are jamming to this week. Could be a brand new track. Could be a track from the 60s. All right, so uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to play our What You Heard's. And we're back. So, Q, you said you're going to go first. Let's hear what you got. All right, dude, have you heard of a band called SALT? S-A-U-L-T, all caps. What's with the all capital letters these days? You ever I seen like know, bands dude. are doing that all the time? Um, no, I've never, I've never heard of them. No. Okay, I hadn't either. Uh, I heard a song from theirs on uh, KEXP the other day. And it, uh, can I stop you right there? Okay. So many songs that you brought to the table, you've heard on KEXP. <laughs> it's, it's just the perks of living in Seattle, dude. KEXP is fucking amazing, dude. It sounds like I can't stress that enough. Um, So, this is a band that is purposely trying to be kind of uh, mysterious. Like, there's they're purposely not doing any interviews. Like, there's not a lot about this band online. This is their debut album. It came out this year. It's called Five, the number five. I had a really hard time. Picking a song from this album to play today because they're they're all great. It really spans a lot of genres. There's elements of funk and like old school like bebop and soul. Um, there's a lot going on with this record. I'm gonna play my favorite one that kind of sticks out to me, and I'm gonna play the whole song. There's really not that many that much singing in the song. It's more like just talking uh, throughout the song. And I just like the message behind it. This song is called Think About It.
feel like I need to work it out and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it, dude? Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, kind of had some like Motown vibes yeah, in it. Yeah, It had some soul that's, to that's it. That's the thing about this record, man. It's it's all those things all wrapped up in one. Yeah, it's and, cool. And it's cool because like, like I said, I had a hard time picking a uh, song. Uh, this is kind of like an, uh, just like a more uh, light-hearted kind of song on the record. You know, like it's, you know, she's saying things like, if you don't know, act like you know. It's called Fake It Till You Make It, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I just, I just love it, man. It's cool. And I like I like the bass line. Made a whole career about uh, faking it till I made it, you know? Dude, you and me both, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so the album is called Five. It just came out this year. Um, the band is called Salt. It's all caps. S-A-U-L-T. Check it out. It's a great lesson from start to finish. What you got for us today, bro? All right, Q. This is a fresh dropped beat. And by beat, I mean um, it's just a song. It's not like an electronic. <laughs> um, it okay. came out in... Uh, well, it came out this week, I, I think. It came out on... Uh, man, it's hard to find information sometimes, Cam. Right? Especially when you need it Good. right yeah. now uh, while we're recording. Okay. It came out It came out last last week. So it came out September 13th, okay. 2019. So it's brand spanking new, depending on when you listen to this episode. Uh, but this is one of my favorite singer-songwriters. His name is Luke Temple. And uh, you may know him from the band Here We Go Magic, uh, okay. which was yeah, which was kind of popular back in the the 2010s. Um, and they haven't done much a, a, as a group. Uh, I don't know if they're on hiatus or or what, but their their last album was was four years ago, um, called Be Small. But Luke has been pretty um, prolific, just doing his own solo stuff. He's actually started. He actually has two solo projects. He kind of reminds me of, um, I feel like I'm starting to mention this guy's name every week now, but he reminds me of Chaz Bundick of Toro Imoa. He's got multiple side projects. Toro Imoa, or I should, Chaz Bundick, you know, he does stuff under Toro Imoa. He does his own solo stuff under his name. And then he does uh, some electronic stuff under the name Lay Sins. So anyway, um, this guy is super talented. He's a singer-songwriter who kind of reminds... Like, he he is so sort of experimental and, like, quirky and, and sort of... Um, he, he has a lot of different genres that he mashes together. Um, but uh, anyway, let's listen to the song, and then we'll talk about this guy a little bit more. But again, I just love this guy. I think his his his, his songwriting is super creative and original and unique. This album is called Both and, uh, and we're going to listen to a song called Don't Call Me Windy, and we're going to let it play for quite a bit of the song here. So here we go. You can't live without 
Loved that man. Get ready to love the whole album, man, because it's. I mean, that's Dude, just how he. A, that's how he writes. What man. a unique fucking songwriter, man. That's what I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, man. You got to go back and listen to his 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 whole, his whole catalog, dude. Anyway, um, so like I said, super super original, right? And like, he kind of reminds me, like, when he when he does that really sort of like that turn on a on a on a, not on a but you know when he switches it up a little bit there in that yeah. song and does that like that stop uh, mm-hmm. moment in the song like he kind of it makes me th- think of David Byrne of of Talking Heads okay yeah you know how he would do really quirky stuff like that sometimes totally um and you know his voice kind of reminds me of Paul Simon sometimes the the you know the drum beat in the background the whole time was kind of a unique drum I sound. I liked that, dude. I liked how and it was constant. That yeah, was. it was constant yeah. in the background. I, I love that kind of stuff, dude. Yeah, I'm all about so it. So this guy's great, man. So this whole album is really good, and it's you know we say this all the time. But this is one of those records that you just need to push play on track one and let it go, especially on this album because that's our fucking motto, dude. I know we I, we say it every week, but like with this record in particular, it. It's one of those things where each song flows into the next seamlessly, you know. So it's meant it's meant to be played um, all the way through, you know. He's he's awesome. he's taking on a journey. So anyway, yeah. um, again, this guy's name is Luke Temple. Um, let me read something real quick from the 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 record label Native Cat Recordings. They said both end is a record encompassing both the beautiful and the jarring. Both the bright pop hooks of Temple's work with Here We Go Magic and a thrilling experimental bent with songs looking directly at living within time passing. There you go. So that's, uh, I don't know what more you need to hear. 
Uh, pull it up, push play. It's called Both And by Luke Temple. So there you go. That's That'll do it for this week. Um, again, this was our sidetrack episode for uh, last week's coverage on Fragile by Yes. And uh, next week, Q, are we going to spill beans or not? I don't remember what we're covering next week, dude. Oh, don't worry. Let me tell you. <laughs> next week, we're finally going to talk about Queens of the Stone Age and the record Songs for the Deaf. I mean, if there's ever been, you know, we've talked about on you know a few episodes here and there, we'll say, hey, this is one of those albums that since the inception of this podcast, we knew that we were going to talk about this record at some point. And this is one of those records. Absolutely, dude. I can't wait. This is sort of the premature start of our metal month. That's going to start in October. Yes. Dude, October is going to be great, man. I'm excited to get into metal with you, dude, because it's one of those genres that I've never really clicked with. I, well, you're about to start, it. dude. You're I, about look, to start. I enjoy clicking. it when I hear it and I appreciate it, but I just I don't listen to metal on my own. So if it isn't for you, I'm not going to listen to it. So I'm excited to get into it for a whole month with you, dude. Get ready to start clicking, dude. I'm, re- I'm ready. It's going to start. You're, you're going to be clicking all over the place. <laughs> I'm ready. So get ready, I'm, um, dude. I'm ready. Yeah. So I think we're, we're <laughs> are you ready or not? Uh, dude, I'm so ready. So next week, like I said, we're going to start it off with Queens of the Stone Age, one of the most successful of the desert rock, stoner rock genre. And um, basically it's just going to be a love fest for um, Josh Holm, the uh, the singer, lead singer, songwriter. For, dude, for Josh Holm and for Dave Grohl for, for Yes, and for this, this album in particular. killing it on the drums. We get to hear Dave Grohl get behind the kit. I mean, what more do yeah. you need to know? So, uh, all right, that's going to be great, man. I can't fucking wait. I am so excited, man. Yeah, that's all I need to hear. So, anyway, that's that. Um, that'll be next week, and that'll do it. So, uh, check us out at, uh, well, you can find our website on pantheonpodcast.com. Uh, that's the network that we're a part of. It's a music podcast network, and you can find our, our uh, you, you'll see our, our album art on there. Just click it, and it'll take you to our website. While you're on the Pantheon Podcast website, you can check out lots of other great music podcasts. Um, we are the premier music podcast network. Am I allowed to say that? I just did. You just did. And I think uh, you're right, brother. I, hey, prove me wrong, you know. <laughs> All right, we're going to play. We're going to have the nice play us out. And um, the song is called War and Peace. Uh, so until next week, my name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. We'll see y'all next week.
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.